Hello, this is Meghnath from NewsLaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is September 18th and the year 2020 is now 71% complete. First, for some quick coronavirus numbers. In a first during the coronavirus pandemic, India reported over 1 million active cases of the infection on Thursday. Kerala and Delhi also contributed significantly to this week's case load. Maharashtra, where the coronavirus had slowed down last month, is again reporting a faster spread. In absolute numbers, the state reported nearly half of all active cases added in India in the last 7 days. The total number of active cases now stands at 10,9976, while 40,25,079 patients have been discharged. Meanwhile, the rise in deaths is also picking up again in India, reflecting the trend of a fresh spike in virus cases since early September. Typically, it takes a few weeks for a spurt in infections to result in a similar rise in deaths. India now has 83,198 COVID-related deaths as of Thursday morning after an 11% weekly jump. Prime Minister Narendra Modi took on critics of his government's farm liberalization plan a day after the lower house passed two of the three farm bills. He accused detractors of spreading misinformation and lies while reassuring farmers that the reforms were in their best interests. His comments were made in an address dedicating a railway bridge in Bihar. This came after Lok Sabha passed the Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Promotion and Facilitation Bill, the Farmers Empowerment and Protection Agreement on Price Assurance and Farm Services Bill 2020 by a majority voice vote. On Tuesday, the lower house had passed a third legislation, the Essential Commodities Amendment Bill. The Congress and a clutch of smaller parties have opposed the reforms. A key opposition to the bills came from the governing Bharatiya Janata Party ally the Shiromani Akali Dal whose minister Harsimrat Kaur Badal resigned from the union cabinet after her party opposed the move this exposed a crucial rift between the two parties over efforts to unshackle the farm sector modi addressed farmers over concerns about the prices and the country's procurement system under which the government buys farm produce at minimum support prices msp from farmers the prime minister said quote people who ruled this country for decades and were in power such people are trying to mislead farmers they are telling lies to farmers fake news is also being spread that wheat and rice etc will not be procured by government agencies from farmers this is an absolute lie completely wrong and an attempt to cheat farmers the reforms will give new freedoms to farmers these reforms will bring more options and opportunities to sell their produce unquote A key bill, the Farmers Produce Trade and Commerce Promotion and Facilitation Bill 2020, allows buyers of farm produce to trade outside the mandi system or wholesale market system run by states under the Agriculture Produce Market Committees or APMCs. APMC laws require farmers to only sell to licensed middlemen in notified markets, usually in the same area where the farmers reside rather than in open markets. Economists say this scuttles price discovery hurting farm profits. The bill enables farmers and buyers of their produce to trade outside these markets without any taxes and will therefore open up APMCs to competition. Congratulating farmers of the country over the passage of this bill in the lower house, Modi said the reforms would protect farmers from middlemen. He said, "Quote, middlemen stand between farmers and their customers." 
These middlemen take a big chunk of farmers' income. These reforms have come as a protective shield for farmers. The agriculture sector will benefit from modern technology and our farmers will also be empowered." Unquote. Kavita Kurungati of the Alliance for Sustainable and Holistic Agriculture said, quote, Ultimately, these so-called reforms are going to lead to replication of old structures outside Mondays. Creating two market spaces with two completely different set of rules is a recipe for disaster. Government will not come to know anything about transactions in these new markets. Not knowing will give the excuse not to act. Farmers fear this, and rightly so." Unquote. Critics have called for greater regulation and oversight, alleging that the reforms would replace public monopolies with private ones. A fierce exchange in the Lok Sabha over a minister's comment on the Nehru Gandhi family and a Congress leader calling him a chokra led to the first adjournment of this parliament session. In the commotion, opposition members also accused the speaker of bias. The commotion started when Union Minister Anurag Thakur spoke out in defense of the PM Cares Fund, which the opposition says lacks transparency. Anurag Thakur said, quote, From the High Court to the Supreme Court, every court has validated the PM Cares Fund. Little children have contributed to it from their piggy banks. Nehru set up a fund that has not been registered to date. Congress only made a trust for the benefit of the Gandhi family. It should be investigated." His remarks provoked a roar of protest from the opposition benches, specifically Congress MPs. Congress leader Adhir Ranjan Chaudhary said, Who is this boy from Himachal? How did Nehru come into this debate? Did we take Narendra Modi's name? This stupid chokra. Speaker Om Birla sternly asked opposition members to keep their masks on, saying, quote, If anyone plays with safety, then they will be named and thrown out of the house. Unquote. The speaker was accused by Trinamul Congress member Kalyan Banerjee of bias and of trying to shield BJP MPs. He said, quote, If you want, then throw us out. We will not let this go on. We will not allow this. Unquote. The speaker, forced to adjourn the Lok Sabha, called for an informal meeting of floor leaders to resolve the chaos. Google has pulled popular Indian financial services app Paytm from the Play Store for violating its gambling policies. Paytm is India's most valuable startup and claims over 50 million monthly active users. Its Marqueo app, which competes with Google Pay in India, disappeared from the Play Store in the country. Google said that Play Store prohibits online casinos and other unregulated gambling apps that facilitate sports betting in India. Paytm, which promotes fantasy sports service within its Marqueo app, repeatedly violated Play Store's policies. Paytm's fantasy sports service, called Paytm First Games, was also available as a standalone app and it has been pulled too from the Play Store. Google additionally noted that if an app leads consumers to an external website that allows them to participate in paid tournaments to win real money or cash prizes will also be deemed in violation of its Play Store policies. In an email that Google has sent to many firms in India, the company has asked developers to pause all advertising campaigns in their apps to drive users to websites that offer installation files for sports betting apps. The announcement today from Google is also a preemptive attempt from the company to remind other developers about its gambling policies a day before the popular cricketing tournament Indian Premier League is scheduled to kick off. Previous seasons of IPL, 
which last for nearly two months and attract the attention of hundreds of millions of Indians, have seen a surge in apps that look to promote or participate in sports betting. While sports betting is banned in India, fantasy sports, where users select their favorite players and win if their preferred teams or players play well, is not illegal in most Indian states. Suzanne Frey, Vice President, Product, Android Security and Privacy, in a blog post said, quote, We have these policies to protect users from potential harm. When an app violates these policies, we notify the developer of the violation and remove the app from Google Play until the developer brings the app into compliance. And in case where there are repeated policy violations, we may take more serious action which may include terminating Google Play developer accounts. Our policies are applied and enforced on all developers consistently." Sources said that Google has also asked Disney Plus Hotstar, one of the most popular on-demand video streaming services in India, to display a warning before running ads about fantasy sports apps. The central government has urged the Supreme Court to confine the matter regarding a Sudarshan News show which claimed to expose the infiltration of Muslims in the civil services to the channel and not lay down any further guidelines for the rest of the mainstream media. In an affidavit filed in court, the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting said, quote, The issue of balancing between the journalist freedom and responsible journalism is a field already occupied either by the statutory provisions made by parliament or by judgments of the court. The government is of the view that the issue having already received attention of parliament as well as of this honorable court, the present petition be confined to only one channel, namely Sudarshan TV, and this honorable court may not undertake the exercise of laying down any further guidelines with or without appointment of an amicus or a committee of persons as amicus. The fact situation in each case have to be decided on a case-to-case basis and a broader exercise which is too general in nature is neither warranted nor permissible." The center added that, quote, If the court decides to undertake the exercise, it should first be undertaken with regard to digital media as there already exists sufficient framework and judicial pronouncements with regard to electronic media and print media." Presenting its views on the matter, the government said even if the court considers it appropriate to undertake the said exercise, there is no justification to confine this exercise only to mainstream electronic media. They pointed out, quote, The media includes mainstream electronic media, mainstream print media, as well as a parallel media, namely digital print media and digital web-based news portal and YouTube channels, as well as over-the-top platforms. While in a mainstream media, whether electronic or print, the publication or telecast is a one-time act, the digital media has faster reach from wider range of viewership or readership and has the potential to become viral because of several electronic applications like WhatsApp, Twitter, Facebook." Unquote. Some context for you, dear listeners. A three-judge bench of the Apex Court had on September 15th restrained Sudarshan News from airing the remaining episodes of its show. While doing so, the Supreme Court had hinted that it planned to set up a panel to suggest guidelines for the electronic media. Newslaundry.com has been tracking the developments of this case. You can find multiple articles about this on our website to help you understand what is going on. Do check them out. 
Oxfam International has issued a statement warning that wealthy nations representing just 13% of the world's population have already cornered more than half, which is 51% of the promised doses of leading COVID-19 vaccine candidates. The international agency has also warned that the same companies making vaccines might not have the capacity to make enough vaccines for everyone who requires one. There are currently five leading vaccine candidates in phase three clinical trials. However, even if all five vaccines succeed, which is extremely unlikely to happen, nearly two thirds, which is 61% of the world's population will not have a vaccine until at least 2022. The chances of some of these experiments failing is more likely, which will further increase the number of people who may not have access to the vaccine. As the health and finance ministers of G20 countries are set to meet to discuss the global pandemic in a virtual meeting, Oxfam warned that a small group of rich nations have bought up more than half the future supply of leading COVID-19 vaccine contenders. According to Oxfam, Moderna, one of the leading vaccine candidates, has received $2.48 billion in committed taxpayers' money. However, the company stated that it intends to make a profit from its vaccine and has therefore sold the options for all of its supplies to rich nations. The prices range from $12 to $16 in the United States per dose and around $35 per dose in other countries. Reports say that the company is capable of producing enough for only 475 million people that accounts for a mere 6% of the world's population. Therefore, Oxfam and other similar organizations across the world are calling for a people's vaccine that can be availed by everyone and is free of charge being distributed fairly based on requirement. However, this can only be possible if pharmaceutical corporations allow vaccines to be produced as widely as possible by sharing their knowledge free of patents rather than selling to the highest bidder. Kema Vera, Interim Executive Director of Oxfam International said, quote, Governments will prolong this crisis in all of its human tragedy and economic damage if they allow pharmaceutical companies to protect their monopolies and profits. No single corporation will ever be able to meet the world's need for a COVID-19 vaccine. That's why we are calling on them to share their knowledge free of patents and to get behind a quantum leap in production to keep everyone safe. We need a people's vaccine, not a profit vaccine." Unquote. To provide a vaccine for everyone across the world, the estimated cost is less than 1% of the projected cost of COVID-19 to the global economy. As calculated by Oxfam, the combined production capacity of the five vaccine candidates is 5.94 billion doses, which is only enough for 2.97 billion people given that all five future vaccines are likely to require two doses. Supply deals of 5.3 billion doses have already been agreed upon. Out of these 2.7 billion, which is 51%, have already been bought out by developed countries such as United Kingdoms, US, Australia, Hong Kong and Macau, Japan, Switzerland and Israel, as well as the European Union. The remaining 2.5 billion doses have either been bought by or promised to developing countries that include India, Bangladesh, China, Brazil, Indonesia and Mexico to name a few. The agency has therefore come up with People's Vaccine Alliance that is a coalition of organizations and activists united under a common aim of campaigning for a people's vaccine for COVID-19, which is based on shared knowledge and is made available freely to everyone everywhere.
The alliance calls for pharmaceutical corporations to share all vaccine knowledge with other companies and research institutions, including through COVID-19 Technology Access Pool or CTAP. And now for some delicious candy from the jars of newslaundry.com. The media rumble is currently underway. This is the annual event hosted by News Laundry and Teamwork Arts, where media personalities from across the country gather to discuss the state of the media, along with experts and commentators from around the world. We have sessions focusing on media coverage of COVID-19, one on how Radio Rwanda led to one of the most ghastly genocides in the world, data journalism, how algorithms are setting the tone for news, and much, much more. Do visit MediaRumble.com to see these sessions. It is totally free online and all you need to do is register once. Also, as a bonus, today at 8.30pm, we have a stand-up comedy show lined up with Aditi Mittal and Abhijit Ganguly. They are going to do a no-holds-barred roast of the Indian media. Tickets are available on Book My Show. Dear listeners, if you glance at the mainstream TV news channels, you will see that they have been obsessed with the SSR case and Kangana Renaud's drama around it. But... As a contrast, if you look at the past two months of our weekly podcast, NL Charcha and NL Hafta, you will notice a stark difference. We have been consistently making the effort to cover issues that are relevant to you and keep you informed about it. That's only because we are not dependent on viewership and TRPs. We are not chasing after your eyeballs, which we can sell to advertisers. So we choose to serve you. You pay us, we work for you. Subscribe to newslaundry.com for as less as 300 rupees a month and help us continue serving you. Please support independent media because, frankly, legacy media has gone down a deep, dark hole which it might never return from. Do not go down that hole with them, even if they try to drag you down. Come see the light with us and help spread it further. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you are listening from. Stay safe, stay at home and have a good weekend. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.